This is Chase, Dean, and Brody, and you're listening to Doss and Toss. He impetuously slams on the boot. Justify yourselves. Who's gonna thread the needle between the two? Yeah, we love what you say. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm alright. Who's your favourite player? Harry Shizor, Go Roos. Oh, nice. Wow, it's been a bit of a rush to get here. Everyone's sort of got other things on, but we are finally here. Dean isn't here, though, this week. He's uh, in the Holy Land. He asked to send love, so can everyone send love to Dean? Send love. Send love. Love you, Dean. We miss you. Um, Zachy as well, we miss you, so no, no DNT plus. But round three, another huge round, round of rivalries. I didn't really take it in. But you had the Collingwood-Richmond game, a pretty big rivalry, and then you had the Derby and the Showdown. Showdown was a classic. Rankin kicked four or five, so four. interesting uh, Showdown medal uh, award. I don't, don't think Dawson got it, but we can get to all that later. Kai Allergem, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. It has been, hasn't it? It's having me. Yeah, um, you have been. You've just told me that you've been listening to a lot of the podcasts. What are your thoughts? On? No, great. i um, been getting into podcasts lately at work, um, mm. and... No, I'm a big fan. It's 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 great. Well, you've uh, said that you had a few moments that you especially enjoyed. Yes. Can you, can you articulate that? Yes, thanks to Brody. Um, <laughs> no, la- last week, Brody um, had a forgetful moment, but that, that was about it. It's quite funny to hear, but, you know, we move on. Yeah, and it was a big hiatus in between drinks, but Remy Spicer's back cons- in consecutive weeks. Uh, Rem, uh, it's filling in for Dean. How does it feel? Yeah. Um, well, I could get used to this, eh? Yeah, Coming it's not bad, regular, eh? Hey? Yeah. yeah, nah. Um, good to be back again. Didn't think it'd, it'd be in such a short period of time, but let's go. Good, good. Yeah, so it is a fresh panel. I mean, I'm not really sure how I'm going to deal with these three today, but um, we'll see how we go. All right. It was a big round. Dean uh, noted out that the young guns were finding their feet. Jamara, Philthorpe, and Lakotius all kicking bags. I think what we're seeing now is that a lot of the younger players are making an impact early, not just th- these three that he's mentioned, but also your boys, uh, Dacos yeah. um, and, and Harry, of course, Sheasel, for um, those that don't know, but <laughs> I'm sure they do. So, yeah, like any other young guns or like why do you think it is that these young guns are making such a big impact? I just feel like they're um, fitting in more seamlessly nowadays compared to back in the day where it was probably a bit harder to get a, con- a consistent game. Um, coaches would have been more strict on on you know playing the youth, but I, I feel like it's um, more. I don't know. Like I just feel it's it's more acceptable to to get to get more games through the youth, and and that's why I feel it's it's more advantageous for them. Mm. Kai, you're quite close um, with our mate Harry. Um, yes, very true. close at times. Do you know? <laughs> like, is it something that you've seen it from him that? You know, you see him exert this confidence that enables him to sort of fit in straight away. I mean, I, d- I don't think it's specifically him, but I mean, I think all, all football players, you know, the young guys that come through the draft, they seem to have a, a level of confidence within themselves that they can, you know, make an impact as soon as they get through. But I mean, just looking at Jamara and, and Riley Thilfort, Jamara didn't really play in his first year. They kind of held him back. I mean, he was injured, but they didn't think that he was ready to play at AFL level. And then Thilthorpe as well took a little bit of time to come through. So, um, yeah, I think now that they're, you know, finding their feet, it, it's good to see. But, you know, it still shows that it can take a bit of time for those younger guys. But I think that, you know, all kids that get drafted come in with a, with a level of confidence within themselves. Yeah, especially uh, my man, Filippo. Comparing himself yeah. to Pontempelli and True. Fife, was it? I'm not sure. Yeah, but Fife hybrid. Yeah, I think 
I think that confidence is more accepted within the within the clubs, within the four walls. I think players now, first and second year players, used to sort of be like, oh, wait your turn, you know, earn your respect. Whereas now the leaders are sort of saying, like, be your own person, you know, express yourselves and, and even be a leader at times. So I think that's sort of why we're seeing um, this new y- young crop of players having an impact straight away, which I think is a great thing for the game. Um, yeah, I also think players the the new players especially are working towards their strengths more you see players like Ginby who comes into the league and he's he's a great defender like he's a pure tackler like he's racking up eight tackles one week one week he had six and then the other week he had 12 tackles so I just think that they're, they're, they're doing what they're, they're focusing on what they do best can I just say something yeah um on Tuesday night, I was fortunate enough to be at the Hawthorne sponsorship night. Yeah. Um, and I was chatting to Dylan Moore about about him, and he's obviously now in the leadership group. And it took him a few years to you really guys settle good in. Mates? Oh, not you know we're getting there. Um, but you know I was I was asking him about where he gets his confidence from, and it, it directly links to what Brody was saying. And firstly, he said that Craig McRae is the best coach that he had, and I said to him, "Well, you had Clarkson," and he said that. Craig McRae really focuses on um, like emphasizing your strengths, and you know Cam McKenzie at Hawthorne has come in and he's a you know a big light at the football club. And Dylan Moore was talking about how the coaches now, Sam Mitchell, and, and all around the AFL, they're really putting an emphasis on playing to your strengths and not always focusing on weaknesses, weaknesses. How do I improve yeah. my weaknesses? But really playing to your strengths. Yeah, like there's so many different aspects in AFL um, to perfect. Yeah, and it's so hard for some of these players to get it right. You see, Petrarca does it best with all these different areas um, of the game. But yeah, like like Kai was just saying, I think it's so much not easier necessarily, but better for these players to focus on one thing that they're good at initially, and then just and then just go from there and yeah. work it up. Kai, did you actually ask Dylan more that? Like, how do you? Wait, mate, like, how do you get your confidence? That, like, how does that, how did that happen enough. in the conversation? <laughs> it, it actually, I was, um, I was standing with Tull Goldman, who is Jess Goldman's dad. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure if, uh, he's We're cousins. Are you now? So he actually asked Dylan more the question um, and then followed up to tell Dylan that he was very impressed with his, with that, his attitude, okay, um, which was right. good. So, so just it, wasn't, clarify. it wasn't me that okay. asked the question. Good, good. Uh, you, ba- you can say you can say it basically was you. It, it wasn't me. Good, good. <laughs> Just checking that all the mics are plugged in. Um, I got to say, you. like, without Dean, I've been quite hesitant to see how this um, panel would would um, what's the word uh, work. work together. S- better word. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really impressed, especially Kai. Um, coming Thank in, you, start off to a fly, man. and Brody as well. So. Really good stuff from us. Remy's had a long day. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've all Don't had long days, anything? but you know, we're here I now. Just ask you that question. Yeah, nah, it's good from everyone. Move on to the Carlton GWS game. Very controversial call at the end of the game. Ended up costing GWS the descent call. Now there were a lot of controversies last year, but I think especially this year there's a lot of inconsistency. And the AFL have come out and said that they haven't really said whether the call was right or wrong, but they've said if you don't want to give away a fifty, then don't put your arms out or don't show any sign of descent. Now, in my opinion, okay, you can say that, but you need to be clear what the actual rule is. You can't just say, oh, no, nah, don't do anything because it's not unfair and the integrity of the game is tarnished. I think you can't just say it's, it's kind of like um, they're not taking ownership. The umpire association are not taking ownership for their mistakes. And it's the fans don't know what 
what's going to happen, and neither do the players. It's ruining the integrity. <laughs> cool, cool. And you, you wanted me to say something? <laughs> yeah. You looked. Well, I mean, I I agree. Like, yeah, I completely you, you agree. You looking you. me in the eyes like you wanted to chime in there. So no, no, I was looking you in the eyes like, oh, don't, don't, don't oh, expect don't me it. to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it's because Brody leaned back, so it's yeah, like, it's yeah, on me. yeah, yeah. Right. No, I mean, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah totally agree. All been, I mean, it's been all over the radio like the whole weekend and. I totally agree. Uh, firstly, horrible, like horrible call. And, you know, everyone's saying, oh, well, you know, you can tell the players not to put their arms out and if they don't do that, then they won't, you know, have a free kick paid against them. But it's like such an emotional game. Yeah. You know, so much goes into this and you're telling the players not to, you know, put their arms out. You know, imagine if that was in the NBA. You got guys that headbutt the referees and things like that. So that's just not a solution to tell the players to not express their emotions. Um and, you know, if that was how the umpire felt, then sure, the only thing that I think is the problem is just the inconsistency. Like, I don't know, you saw Jack Higgins, who was far worse than Canelio. He was buddy jumping around, throwing his arms out, yeah. nothing. Um, but, yeah, look, umpires are human at the same time as well, so they're going to make errors. That was a, a major error. Um, but they just have to be better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and if they came out and said, okay, we got it wrong, or this is the rule, this is the line, don't cross it, then I'd be, okay, all right, okay, yes, you cost one game, but let's not cost, you know, games in the future. Yeah. But also, when I spoke about integrity before, it's different when you say, oh, you know, we want to set an example for the local leagues and the, the juniors, because these players and coaches and everyone involved, it's their careers on the line that we're talking about. That's why I'm stressing the integrity. That's why it's so important that we have consistency and the players know exactly what the rule is. And there's nothing wrong, like for me, there's nothing wrong with what Stephen Canelio did, in my opinion. If he were, what the rule is set into be is if you abuse the umpire and you use inappropriate language and you go at the umpire, fair enough, free kick against. But I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning the umpire's call. Now, I just heard on the radio before I came in that apparently in the second quarter, the umpire did give Stephen Canelio a warning. Now, that is a different rule. I think that if you give warnings and you say, I'm giving you a warning, doesn't matter how light the argument is, if you've given a warning, then free kick paid against and you least say, well, I gave you a warning. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with putting your arms out and saying, how was that not a free kick? Yeah, I agree. Speaking of contentious decisions, this this one when uh, blew up on our on our chat actually on our WhatsApp group chat. I, I went to sleep early, but it was the it. it was the Luke Pedler tackle on Dan Houston. One of us said, not one of us, but one of our friends said that it shouldn't have been a free kick, and one was arguing that it should have been. I think you know, the whole concussion contingency now, especially with the Max Rook, um, I don't know what you call it, but you know, negligence from the AFL. Is it a big topic? Like, is it something that yeah, if I need to crack down on these dangerous tackles, or was this sort of like okay, it was a strong tackle um, and a bit of a freak event? Yeah, does anyone have anything to say? Uh, I was going to say I, I agree with the freak event. I honestly don't think there's any right answer to it. With with yeah. the game being so subjective as it is, you see the tackle looked clean, did the right thing. You know, wasn't necessarily dangerous tackle. It's just unfortunate in a way about how Houston landed. You could you could argue that yeah, he did sling, like sling him or bring him towards the side of his of his body which which caused him to hit his head. 
Um, so I feel like you could argue either way and yeah, it's a bit of a subjective one to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit un- unsure myself because I thought that the Cozzy Pickett bump, which how many weeks? Not many, two, I think two, two weeks. weeks. I thought that deserved definitely more yeah, than two weeks. Yeah, we spoke about that and I said it as well, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, I just, I thought that one was just very like, I don't know, just yeah. not not pretty. It was like, it looked no. pretty vicious and same yeah. with the, um, the Shane McAdam bump as well. Yeah. Um, and whereas, and I, I don't know, I thought, I didn't think the pedlar, the tackle was so bad to be honest. I um, thought it was a great tackle. I didn't think it was deserving of a suspension, um, but I don't know. Like to me, it just—it's all very much so. It's just a grey area. Like you know, sometimes I think they're too harsh, and you know, sometimes the complete opposite. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Know. It's. I feel like it's very much dependent on the the player that's being tackled, how hard they hit their, their the like impact, and then yeah. if they get up on if all. they get up straight away, all these factors that come in. Like, where do you draw the line in terms of a dangerous tackle? Um, does it consist of whether they stay on the ground or whether they get up and, and play through it. You know, usually suspensions are determined on that. So it's, it's really yeah. tricky to, to decide. Yeah, I'm really strong on the suspension not being based on the impact, but rather on the action. And remember, you mentioned that it, there was this grey area in in the decisions and the suspensions. But I think, okay, they've tried to stamp out the sling tackle and this looks like a sling tackle. Yes, it's a bit different because Houston's momentum is sort of going that way. Yeah. But I don't think Pedler showed enough intent to protect Houston's head. So I think the suspension was warranted. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. If Houston got straight back up, then no one would be talking about it. So yeah, I'm not really a fan of that. But um, another uh, big topic across the first three rounds was Daisy Pierce not being allowed uh, in the in the rooms post-game. And she is an assistant coach at Geelong. What I found really funny, I saw a headline saying like, Daisy Pierce not allowed in the rooms and it's not because she's a girl. Like yeah. that is so stupid, like to even like bring that in into the conversation. Like no one was really thinking that like, yeah. at the start. Wait, no one was thinking what? Like maybe you thought of it, but like no way people actually think the reason why she wasn't allowed in the rooms is because she's a girl. Like that's stupid. Well, I thought that was the reason. <laughs> oh, Brody. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I Come th- off it, mate. Wait, are we just... There's okay. your moment, Kai. There's <laughs> your moment. I thought I specifically... Th- I, I thought. <laughs> go on, go on, Brody. She wasn't allowed in because she, <laughs> she is an assistant coach at Geelong. At Geelong? Yeah, at Geelong. And so it, she can't go into another club's rooms because she coaches for another team. Oh, uh, okay. I read Same, it all wrong. Yeah, like Brett Radden yeah. coaches for North. Yeah. So he wouldn't be allowed to go into the Hawthorne rooms. No, no, I get that. I thought, I thought the thing was about. Um, because I thought initially said bathrooms, so the the, the actual change rooms of Geelong. I thought they, they, they wrote a whole article. On Daisy, it Daisy Pierce can't go into the male bathrooms. <laughs> That's what I was confused about. Yeah. Uh, uh, very nah, nah, we love right. you, Brody. We yeah. love you. But like, what I was thinking is right. like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Brody, uh, sorry, Brody. Daisy Pierce being a sort of media personality, there's you know a bit more scrutiny on her. But I was thinking like. What if Jack Viney was playing his 200th game and Todd Viney, you know, wanted to come into the rules, Todd Viney being an assistant coach at North Melbourne. I, I don't know if like they'd say, nah, sorry, Todd, you can't come in, especially Todd being like a legend at but Melbourne. Also like, so this is obviously after the game, right? Yeah. Or is this before the after game? After the game, yeah. Now, so when the players come into the rooms after the game, they sing the song and they stuff around and then they go into a private room for a meeting. Now, why would there be a problem for Daisy Pierce or 
for Todd Viney to go into the room while the song is there being sung and the players go to their families and then once the players go into their own private room and do a review, well, that's when obviously you, you pull them out. Yeah, well, no fair. one goes in there other than the players. So mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see what the problem is or where it's come from. Yeah, I actually agree when you can put it like that. Yeah. You have your private meeting, but then like, after that, it's sort of just like think about players like, just talking shit, like giving their so post-game many, interviews. So, you know, I was fortunate enough again to go into the Hawthorne rooms after the game on the Tell weekend. Tell us about it. So they, they come in, they're all hyped up, they sing the song. Um, there's plenty of people in there. After they sing the song, everyone sits down. There's parents there, they're eating food, they're going around, they're sitting on chairs, talking, having their drinks, whatever, Gatorade, milk, whatever. Eat their oh, food. Come on, this is good. Nah, I'm giving you insight under the rooms, mate. Yeah, come on. Oh, PT <laughs> doesn't. Well, on a Friday night he does, not on a Saturday morning nah, afternoon. It's good, it's good for me, Kai. Um, and then, you know, you stand around, you talk to all the players, and then after 20 minutes they go into a private room and everyone leaves. So yeah. if... You know, Todd Viney was in there. He's not going into those rooms. So I don't, yeah, I don't know where this problem's come from. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Like, do you think a professional such as Todd Viney would not, would want to go into Well, if it's his son's 200th game. I mean, but you've got professional standards to maintain and also you've got your own, your own team to look after. And obviously I'm sure coach conversations linger for quite a while after a game. But then um, again, like so it's his own know, son. Like I think, I think when it comes to big milestones like that, like you put your profession aside. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I like the disagreement. I yeah, mean, I mean, well, you can wait a few hours until you all get home and give him a phone call or go over to their place. I mean, all right. I don't know. No, I agree or disagree. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Lockie's Bramble's um, dad was crying actually from joy watching his son sing a really? song. So wow. Uh, he sung it, sung it a couple of times though. Surely. Yeah, no, that's why I was confused. Right. Um, yeah, can I just like ask you guys like to give me like, a couple minutes like to talk about Clary? Like, yeah, I don't care, mate. Yeah, like, I mean, I've got him in my team. Yeah, I know it's it hurts, but like, obviously, I know you guys get sick of me talking about Clary, and it, as most of you guys know, it was his 150th game on the weekend, and I just wanted to tell the listeners, you know, how much Clary means to me. <laughs> like, go ahead, Clary epitomizes sort of my journey uh, as a Melbourne supporter. Started off in 2016 as the young D's rose up and upset the Hawks in round 20. And then he's grown into this man so dominant in the midfield. And on the weekend, in the first quarter, Melbourne got a chain of handballs, Petrarca to Jordan. He handballs it in to the guy with probably the worst haircut in the competition, number 13 on his back, red hair, Flowing behind him as he streams in and slots it from 45. And I got up in jubilation after he scored the goal. And then I sat down and sort of reflected on, on Clayton Oliver. And I started to well up a bit. Like I started to almost shed a tear. And I was like, why am I shedding a tear over Clary? You know, like there are bigger things in football. There are bigger things in Clary. But yeah, he just means so much to me. And, you know, I, I don't want to get in arguments over the best player in the competition, all that stuff. But... Just if you look at him on his own and the numbers that he's put up in his first 150th games, it stacks up against anyone. And I just want, you know, the whole footy world to start appreciating, you know, the greatness that beholds them. So, Clary, I love you. And, um, yeah, I hope uh, you're around for the Ds for many more, hopefully another 150 games. So, yeah, nice. much love. Touching. I saw Clary at a, at, a, at, a, at a petrol station a couple of really? months ago. Yeah. 
with mates and yeah, it just it was just he was looking like a funny character, you know. He was yeah. You know, rambunctious said that last week yeah. <laughs> with his mates. <laughs> I also I also saw him around the other the other month. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. The supermarket. Good um, looking guy. Yeah, and actually, yeah, and a couple. Oh yeah, no, you, you did. Oh show yes. me that, yeah. A couple that was lads, random, wasn't it? A couple lads in the Yiblo also saw him. Uh, I think last weekend actually, you know, we went with Chandler and Petty to that concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah you saw them singing. How cute was Chandler singing? Very in that cute. They're all very cute, but yeah. all everyone's seen Clara except for. Yeah, well, like, have you ever met him? No. I haven't. Um, no. I haven't really met many of the D's guys. Let's get that made up going. Uh, yeah, I mean, anyone can make it happen. Anyone can make that happen if you're listening. Um, Clary, would you, um, would you be really nervous? Yeah, I would yeah, be nervous. Would be. Like, would you? I'm at the point in my life, like that, like if I see like an AFL player or something like that, like I can, I can compose myself, but. When it's players like Clary and and Gorn and Petrarca, I think you know there's a bit of adrenaline going. There's a little bit of nerves. You know, you watch these guys, you know, every week. So I think I would be a bit nervous. That's, That's enough for me. I don't want to you know go on too long. It's not a Melbourne podcast. It's an <laughs> AFL podcast. And we've asked the fans for their thoughts on round three. Zaki, who's gone or not gone, he's uh, temporarily uh, gone in Israel. He asks. We well, didn't ask. He states Kelly's last call in the Hawks game. And then, <laughs> and then says Hawks top eight again. <laughs> Is he referring to Underwood's one point two point three? Yeah, right? yeah. I heard it live, and I was like, <laughs> the Underwood files, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forgotten stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think he's getting a bit excited saying Hawks top eight there after they've won one game. I still think they'll finish last. Irrelevant. Let's talk about Kelly Underwood. Yeah, sorry. We get back to the most <laughs> important, Kelly Underwood. Yeah, it wasn't the best call, but like. I feel like with her calls, if it was said by someone else, they'd get away with it. No, but yeah. they just keep stacking up. And it's also the manner in which she says it. It's the manner that like she hesitates when she says it. It sort of makes people think, okay, she, this person's got no idea what she's doing. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, she's horrible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So if she's listening, you're, you're hot. I mean, there are, she's what? just... <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just terrible. Like... Yeah, like I was, I don't remember who I was speaking to over the weekend, but they pretty much were saying how she's going to get every single like 440 Sunday game as the graveyard shift because yeah. she just sucks. No, I wow. think we can. She sucks. It's unfortunate, dude. but I, I think we can dude. all agree she's, she's not the greatest <laughs> commentator going around. But I do feel that some of her comments are now taken out of proportion just because mm. people know that it will get a good reaction like yeah i feel like if david king or bt maybe so yeah even if bt or someone like at that standard would say something ridiculous yeah. or something as small as that it wouldn't you know be put out to yeah. the media like that yeah i agree bt does say a lot of stupid things but then he has that you know reputation backs one. it up yeah he's got a reputation of having some really good calls and then everyone sort of you know, they think that, you know, he's just this loose commentator, so they kind of accept yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas it feels like Kelly's trying really hard, but, you know, she's just coming up short a few times. And Hopefully like, she gets there. Yeah, I feel like she's commentated a lot of Hawthorne games so far. Well, because yeah, yeah. that makes sense. They suck and she sucks. Right. Um, one of our favourite fans, Alon, he asked, should the collar come back on footy <laughs> jumpers? Obviously the Saints repped it for their 150th. I really liked it, but I think it's more of a novelty. I don't think it's something that, you know, should... Their team should um, cop every week. I think it's more of a novelty than I like when they do it for yeah. the Heritage Games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't really ugh, like. Yeah, bring it back every now and then. I don't really like the look of them. I mean, okay. keep them for the bar mitzvahs. Yeah, keep them, keep them for those. And also, I mean, in 
under 16s that in year 10 under 16s yep. we actually the F- ajax jerseys actually did have a collar and really? they were s- they're actually just so uncomfortable to play in and i don't know they even look uncomfortable when i'm like when i was watching the saints game the players just looked uncomfortable and then you know i mean look i mean it it, it allows the um um, you know, the opportunity for Higgins, you know, like, you know, yeah, you know we did yeah, that. Yeah. Like that's the picture that came on time. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, but I don't know. <sighs> yeah. One game a year, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Alani also asks, which footy player coach slash coach would you want to have a child with? Give a specific <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Is this a trick question? Because I'm going to go Abby Holmes. Oh, wow. Mm, wow. Yeah, Abby Holmes. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking. Not a player I'm or coach, but. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of like. Yeah, that's a, not true. Is she not a player? I think she retired she, now. She played. He she didn't play. Okay, okay, fine. I'll give you Abby Helms, but yeah, I might have to I have, have a word with Brixby. Brixby. <laughs> what do you say, Kai? I've, I've got an answer. Yeah, let I us mean, know. I feel like we, we could all answer this question for nah, myself. We could, but yeah. answer it nah, first. Give us the answer. Think of a better one, mate. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah, then then you say, and I'll think of one. Yeah. Um. Let me think. Come on, mate. Chase, you'd say Clary. No, I wouldn't be Clary. Like, look at him. Oh yeah, you, you want you want someone that you like. Know, that's obvious. Look at the question. You know, you got to sort of dissect it. It says you want to have a child with. You're not just yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah you yeah, want a good yeah, father. Yeah, you want someone who's not gonna you know, has a good personality. Yeah, a good reputation. Star, like I'm not going with the girl. Able to take care of a child. Oh, yeah. I think. I've yeah, someone that's kind, caring, and compassionate. It's a hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, it's it's a hard, it's a hard question I to answer. It's actually, a really hard question. Do you have an answer, Chase? I actually don't. I feel like I can't think of a footy player that I'm like, yeah. That'd be. A, I mean, I'm, they, are, they are good dads. You know, what? I'm, I'm gonna go with like Sam Doherty. Like, I feel like he's just a really nice guy. Obviously, been through it. But but a bit, hang but on. So. Oh, I'm not. I'm not engaging in any of that stuff. It just. Uh, well, okay. I but mean, ha- like, you have to have a child with them. Yeah, it doesn't mean I have to do anything uh, that I don't want to necessarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how are you gonna have it's a child? Work. Well, you know. There's other ways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's alternative methods. Anyway, does anyone else have another yeah. answer? Yeah, yeah. Do you have I, yours? I, I have an mine. answer. Right, and Kyle. I'm going to go down the same path as Chase, and I'm going to say Trent Cotchin. No. Nah, see, the thing, I hate Cotchin. Do no, you? I hate Cotchin too. I think really? he's, yeah, see, I I think he I think he's so dirty. I, I didn't, dirty. Like, him yeah. I d- I didn't yeah. like him, but Fraud. I watched um a, a thing that Jack Graham did, like, and he was talking about his, yeah, his leadership. Yeah, I, and, I heard that too. And like... It just made me feel like, and I've seen Trent parent. Trent's parent. No, I've oh, seen him parent, <laughs> and he does a great job. He really does. So I, I would have a child with him. Okay. okay. Interesting. I'm not coming to your house for Shabbos, <laughs> but <that's laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I'm gonna go with someone really responsible, mature. Um, feel like I could be, you know, engaged with their kids a lot on TikTok. Uh, Sydney Stack. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> mate. <laughs> Um, interesting well, call from Brody. He'll also be gone after a year, player, but again, yeah. no rules. <laughs> um, it's meant to be a joke. I, I'll go yeah. with. Um, so I, I've gone for Josh Ward here, and I'll tell you why. Um, yeah, let us know. I think if I'm having a child with him, I think I'm also going to be his partner. I think yeah. he's a really intelligent guy. Studying um, law. I think yeah. I think he's like very firm. I'm um, like and very you know like. When, yeah, and he's assertive, and when he speaks, you know, you're going to listen to what he says. Um, and so I'm not going to say that then I'm going to be the submissive one in the relationship. But I'm just yeah. saying I think we'd have a good dynamic. And then I think also dynamic. that he's also just one year older, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So then I think we can 
we can experience grow parenthood together. together and exactly grow together in parenthood. Nice. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a good match. So yeah, that's my that's, answer. That's a beautiful answer, man. Yep. Well, really, really well put. Um, Alon, probably that's probably one of the best questions we've had oh, from, great, from the fans. Great, great, great question. I love that, Alon. Yeah, love you, love you, Alon. Love you, um, Corey, who had a pretty ordinary question last year. But Which Corey? Berman. Last week, sorry, yeah, Berman. Fucking hell! <laughs> but I think, nah, love this is actually love a you, love one. Like, said, if you could change one rule about the game, what would it be and why? <sighs> I'm gonna go with like a really simple one. Like, doesn't really change much, but when the ball is recalled for a throw in or a ball up. Don't like take away that time that's been um, taken up by that like those three seconds when they have to recall it. I think in the Colton Richmond game in round one, there was one at the end that cost like three or four seconds. Had to retake a ball up, so you know you retake that, and there could have been a result. Yeah, very small, but Wait, hang that on. comes to the Are top you of my with head. the clock. Yeah. So like stop the clock. Well, if you have to retake a ball up and it. You ha- the clock's gone oh, down Oh, you by mean like seconds. if the umpire stops the reset it. Yeah, reset it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and all those seconds really do add up to a lot during the game, so... Yeah, they do. That's sarcastic or genuine? Yeah. I think no, it's genuine. No, I, just I think, think it's genuine. I just think it's unnecessary. Like, it, if a team, you know, needs to score a goal in the last 10 seconds of yeah. a game and three seconds have been taken up because they have to retake a ball up, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. It's very small, but, it, you know, it could have a big impact. Um, yeah, I'm going to go something... Bit old school and controversial. I'm gonna get rid of the arc. The arc, like the like score review system. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just think every other level of football in Australia, they they don't have that type of review. Um, and I just think it. So will if the umpire has <laughs> no idea, which often happens, like I'm not sure no, if they, it was a they point. never have no idea. They have somewhat of an idea. It's just. Uh, they unsure between the two. So I, you would I rather leave it up to human error as opposed to yep. factual. I told you it was going to be controversial. It what? is. Controversial. Yeah, I'm yeah, big on like uh, very. I just think the score like review it. can be at fault as well sometimes, and also. <laughs> What's funny about that? Yeah, the score review can be at fault. It's, it's not perfect, like with the tennis, but it's like much with the lines be- people. And yeah. like they've they've gotten rid of they've got rid of them now, yeah. and now it's all arc, you know, yeah. technology. Yeah, it's like controversial, a, but you know, it's in every sport. VAR, DRS. Yeah, they're not. Uh, personally, I think it's imperative. Same, I think it's imperative too. Like these technology, yeah, it's not perfect, and they're going to be improved, but they're definitely better than human error. And there's going to be less of those shocking calls. Like if you go back through the archives, you can see some like really, really bad calls that have been erased with with arc and the technology. But anyway, nice try, Brody. <laughs> Ram. I had to think of something on the spot. Rem, yeah, we were talking about it for. I'll, I'll get rid of the descent rule. I mean, yeah, nice. I reckon, like, fuck, yeah, the umpires cop it a lot, but like, oh, th- th- you don't cop that much from the players. I mean, it's in the cop more from the the like, crowd. Like, like cop a lot from the crowd yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, exactly. So I just you shouldn't be able to get a free kick or you know 50 meters just for a player saying you know oh what the, what the throwing their arms up you know what the fuck was that. What the bleep was that? Sorry. Um. Yeah. Get rid of that. I reckon. No, listen. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. No. Fair enough. Um. My my rule is probably the marking infringement rule, which bothers me, because like 
these are big grown physical men that are you know going up for a contest and if two blokes are both going up for a mark like someone's going to hit someone else in the arm now obviously there's the obvious one where you come from behind and completely smack their arms that's there but i just feel like there's such a high percentage of those free kicks paid where like two blokes are going up for a contest like even how many times do you see a ruck contest where a free kick is given to one of the ruckmen in the middle of the ground and they get an inside 50 opportunity when it's just two massive guys going at it like i feel like let them play they're going to be physical and they're going to hit each other's arms so yeah i I don't like that marking infringement rule okay well analyze kai we'll digress to dust's disdain my favorite segment i'm actually going to kick us off here because during the week, you may have seen a video of uh, one of our own, Remy Spicer, talking about his, um, well, he's not actually his cousin Phoenix, but, nah, I'm joking, he's cousin yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you um, there. And we were told by someone to take the video down, um, which I did reluctantly. But my disdain is that there's someone that wanted the video taken down. Can I just say who it is? Uh, no. It's not. I'm not gonna post this as a reel. Like it's fine. Oh, okay. No one will see it. Like there'll be like there won't be people seeing. Like no one from north. It's fine. Just um, my disdain is to the culture of this certain club. Um, because for this person to want this video to be taken down, I feel like the culture in this club does not enable this person to you know be uh, to be accepting of that he has this background in uh, the Austin Toss. I think you're going to take this as something serious No, no I'm generally taking this serious Like I I don't think uh, It's really annoying that I'm not using names But yeah, I just think we shouldn't have had to take it down It was clearly a joke um, And no one, there wasn't anything scary about it Um, (laughs) Quote unquote Quote unquote But um, yeah, I'm not going to go into it too far Because I don't want to get into any more trouble So yeah, one of you can give us your disdain Fair yeah, mine was just not really disdain, but confusion about what's going on with Geelong. They okay. are Owen three, <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Mate, you got to own it, like, Brody. You got to own it. You, you just say it with confidence, mate. Remy's gonna yeah, keep. Maybe laughing. Remy isn't on next week. Oh, mate, <laughs> come on. I mean uh, that. I mean, I'm sh- that tired. I'm gonna laugh at anything. Spice is gone. Tired. <laughs> um, yeah, Geelong Owen three. It's not only you are guys. Nah. <laughs> That's two spices gone. <laughs> That was a brilliant Yeah, that's a great call. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. Give me some potato skin. Give me some sugar. Geelong are 0-3 and the VFL team isn't doing much to help 108 them. 108 on the weekend? They lost by 110 to Gold Coast. Yeah, wow. Um, not sure how that happens. But yeah, I, are they still hung over from their grand final win? I think so. They Probably th- not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you should only laugh. Nah, Brody, you gotta own it. Like, <laughs> hangovers. You can't just, like, like I'm with you, mate. Like, nah, nah, say it bro, with chest. No one, no. Mate, he's gonna I, laugh. I had to capitalize that moment then. <laughs> You're treating me like the Underwood Files, oh, honestly. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right, Ram, it's your turn now. Yeah, no pressure. Here we go. Um, all right. My disdain is that James Peeling is being slept on. Okay. Um, Not only in terms of his looks, of course, like, yeah, he's good looking. At. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, is. I only. Why don't you want to have a kid year. with him yeah. then? Yeah. I think like has he cleaned himself up a bit? I think so. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, so. hang on. Sorry, how come you don't want to have a child with him? <coughs> um, you want me to ask that? Yeah. Um, honestly, I I was going through plays and I wanted to have a child with. I just didn't think of him. Okay, fair um, enough. 
I still would prefer Josh Ward. Um, um, so yeah, that's my disdain. Like, and also his forward pressure. I, I heard one of the commentators say in the GWS game that he's ma- he, like predominantly he's in the team because of his forward line pressure, and yeah. he actually brings some bloody good forward line pressure. Um, I think he can work on though his goal kicking because he's a bit shy in his goal kicking. Probably not. But um, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I think bit more appreciation for Pete Linger. Hopefully he stays in the team for a while. Good call. Yeah, good stuff, Rem. Um, yeah, my disdain is quite an obvious one. Like, I feel like it's a lot of people's disdain, but it, it just bothers me so much. And, and it's the inconsistency with the umpiring and, and the calls. And and I'm not, I'm not putting it on the umpires only. I'm putting it on the AFL as well. Like, I have this question for you, Chase, right? So, yeah. The, the AFL players work all off-season, or most of the off-season, right, to improve, to be yeah. better. Do you, do the umpires and the AFL do anything in terms of gathering together and reviewing the calls? Because I feel yeah. like there is so many inconsistencies, right? So you've got your deliberate out-of-bounds, which is inconsistent in terms of the calls. Yeah, totally. You've got your descent, which is inconsistent. And then the one of the worst ones is the rush behind. So... Yeah. Speak of Remy's man, Josh Ward on the weekend in the second quarter of the game on Saturday had the ball, so was running into the goal square. So North Melbourne's forward line had no idea what to do because of the inconsistency and no idea what he was doing. He could have rushed it through because there was a guy pressuring him. Instead, he hacks a kick 20 metres forward, North Melbourne mark, they kick a goal, right? And so I just feel like the AFL need to knuckle down on with the umpires and be like, if you get verbally abused, dissent. Not throwing the arms at, verbally abused. If the player deliberately boots the ball out of bound, that's deliberate. Not if they try to kick it forward to a player and as Dean mentioned last week with the oval-shaped ball bounces the other way. Yeah. That's not deliberate. You know, these calls have an impact on games, which has an impact on the players and the players' performance and the contracts, and they might be homeless. <laughs> bit far fetched, but no, I, I agree. I, no, it just it just bothers me. Sorry, that's my disdain. The umpire. Yeah. Like, I know. I know for a fact. That Ray Chamberlain stated. Ray Chamberlain. <laughs> Razor. What's funny about that? <laughs> Wait, isn't that his name? Yes, it's his name. But no one calls him by Ray Chamberlain. <laughs> It's okay. Come on, Nick. No, no, Brody, come on. Don't, Brody, come don't on. lose your confidence. Yeah, it's all right. You're doing really well, Brody. <laughs> Just say it. Just go on. Nah. <laughs> all right, fine. We'll move on. Thanks very much for uh, for that, Kai. Sorry. Um, we have mentioned the Descent Rule three times now, I believe, in three different segments, but that's all right. Going on to our next segment, Doss's Stocks. What are we buying and selling this week, boys? My side. Let's go, guy. <laughs> oh, Brody, do you want to start? Yeah. I reckon, yeah, Brody, have you got something? Brody, you start. Yeah, I'm not selling anything. I'm just buying... Um... Wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> just, wait, Chase, can we sell yeah, stock? Okay, I haven't, bought, I haven't bought Chase it. Chase made me... I you can't, you can only buy Chase okay. start laughing. Oh, hang on. I'm buying, I'm buying a, a Bailey Humphrey debut. Ooh, nice. Okay, nice. Good. <laughs> keep, keep short and simple? All right, easy. Yeah, I, I want to go last, so someone else can rent me your car. Um, okay. So I don't have anything to sell, but I'm going to buy stocks in Adelaide's Young Guns and, and Adelaide's team. Okay. I, they have a lot of young players. Now, obviously, a lot of people had them finishing at the bottom. 
if I was any team, like you don't want to play Adelaide in Adelaide, first of all. Like yeah. my opinion is the showdown on the weekend really proved that though they have young guns. They play a fast game, which I love. Now, obviously, they're still not – they're at the bottom end of the ladder. Um, but I am seeing a lot of positive signs out of Adelaide. Um, they've played a few – I mean, you know, obviously – they played Richmond in round two. So round one, they had a bat. They were up by 40, however many points. They should have beat the Giants. Yeah. Round two, they had a great you know, period of time against Richmond. Yeah. And then round three, they beat Port Adelaide. I have them beating Fremantle and Carlton back to back in Adelaide. And then they play Hawthorne in Tasmania. Okay. I just feel like they're playing such an energetic um, game. You know, they've got Rochelle, They've got Rankin. They've got Phil Thorpe. They've got so many young guys and... Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of positive signs to come out of Adelaide. Wow. Yeah, nice, nice. nice. Buying a lot of stocks in Adelaide. I agree. I, I do want to see them do it away from home, though. Yeah. Adelaide. That's yeah, the one true. thing I want to see from them. Because, yeah, at home, their crowd gets up and about. Rem? Um, I'm buying um the big GWS rookies, Krasuski and Cadman. Yeah, nice. I'm not going to forget. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not forgetting about McMullen and Jones. Jones just did yeah, his ACL. Hurts. He just did his ACL. Um, actually. Yeah. I just said Before that. Shlomo. Sorry. Jones. Jones. A little helmet guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, how good you mean you've got your you've got pick one cadman who's a tall forward and then grizzus who's also a, a tall forward who both i think kicked three goals each or one of them four and five four, yeah. oh, four and five oh they yeah cadman kicked four and Grizz, I'm not i think it was four and three uh cheers ray <laughs> <laughs> nah that's good stuff yeah um i'm buying stocks in dos and toss actually oh yeah yeah i am unlike someone Unlike, yeah, unlike someone. We won't name Nah, I'm buying stocks in this podcast, and I'll tell you why. Watch this space. I'm not going to give away names, but uh, I've told Brody. We've got a big guest coming on uh, in a couple of weeks, and I think uh, it's going to do well for the potty, um, and I'm I'm think, expecting some big things for the podcast in the, in the near future. So I'm buying stocks in Dos and Toss, and uh, hopefully uh, it rises. Are we allowed to have a clue? Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off here. Okay. Okay. Um, Perks of you know, being and what I'm podcast. selling actually, I'm actually going to sell my stocks in the Ben Mackay and Harry Mackay conspiracy theory. Yeah. Kai, can you tell me is Ben Mackay going to be playing this week? No, no. So the reason why I'm selling is because I think the stocks are at their peak now. I think there's enough evidence to suggest that they are, they are the same person, and I think anything from now on is just going to be things that would debunk the theory. So I think they're at their peak now, and I'm going to mm. sell it. At, Wait, at you think peak. they are the same person? They're the same person, 100. Yeah. Wait, but what about their podcast? That's just... No, it's just what like, podcast? They, they I, have I've, a podcast. Seen, I've seen the podcast. They're just talking, the guy's just talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> he relapse it. Like. So, like, he videos himself, then he goes yeah. to the other side no, of the table, sits on the chair. They just flip it. No, the they're two different people. No, they're, they're not. They're, well, you don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, now yeah. you do, okay. So, yeah, they are the same person. Another off-air conversation to be had. Maybe. Uh, they are the same person, but... Yeah, I think anything from now on maybe could suggest they're different people. So that's why I'm telling Ed's peak. Good stocks, good stocks. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone's tired. Everyone's got uh, basketball training to go to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to finish up with quick tips. Bro, you want to get the cap games up? And yeah. obviously your favorite. Yeah, cups of the week. Favorite cups of the week. Um, Lions versus Magpies, Chase. Oh. Um, Pain? 
Yeah, nice. Jackson. Jackson Payne. Payne. Clay Beams. Clay Beams. Dane. Clay Beams, Beams never played for played for Collingwood, yeah, but I, I like him. Dane, Dane Beams. Are we all doing this? Yeah. Oh, Everyone just shout out claps. Oh, Jack Crisp. Yeah, yeah Crisp. Nice. Crisp on his his 198 games yeah. consecutive this week. Well, yeah. it's a big one. Shoot a fantasy. Um, I'm gonna go. Did you say McStay as well? I'm gonna go Collingwood. Oh, nice. My tip. Yeah, I'm gonna go Collingwood as well. Um, yeah. Collingwood. I mean, although I actually won't be too too surprised if we don't win because I think we could be due for a loss. Okay. Brisbane for me. All right. Um, Carlton versus North, obvious one. Harry Mackay. Yeah. Well, he plays for both teams, so yeah. simultaneous <laughs> cup. <laughs> simultaneous <laughs> cup. Who else? Uh, who else? Oh, there's others. I know there's others. Drew Petrie. No. <laughs> no, 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 I'm thinking what's his name? Drew Petrie uh, played for West no. Coast. What? Wait, wait. Go on, go on. Yes, no, terrible. think you're Mark the Jared Way. Yeah, there it is. Good one. You were nice. covered there. Like, we won't talk about it. Um, tips, I'm going to go Carlton. Carlton. Don't, mate. Why not, mate? Just go. Then up, the f- up the fucking ruse. Okay, good, good. Carlton. Okay, Adelaide v the Frio Shockers. Adelaide. Strong on Adelaide for me, sorry. Adelaide. Yeah, I'm giving Adelaide. I, um, Adelaide, but Cups? Cups? Where is the game? Adelaide. In Adelaide. Yeah, Cups. There wouldn't be too many guys up the that shockers. would have played up for the shockers. those two clubs. I can't think right. of Cups. Up the Shockers. Are you who's, tip Frio? Yeah. Okay. Who's who's played for both? Do we note these down and then see who gets the most tips? Or nah. No. <laughs> nah, mate. I changed my tip. Like What I say now, honestly, I changed my tip when I actually do my tip. Yeah, so I had... Um, Come on, lads. Who um, I honestly sorry. don't know. We can move on. No. Um, Richmond v. Bulldogs. Rich. Richmond. I'm going to go Bulldogs. I'm going to go Richmond. Uh, hang on. How the G. Did... Um, who kicked the goal against Sydney for Richmond? Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah, yeah good, good. Yeah, he did, yeah. What's his first name? I'll Dan- I'll go Richmond. Daniel. Not Daniel. Sam? I'll Sam go Richmond. Sam Lloyd. Yeah. All right, Kai tip. Tigers. Cool, cool. Um, St. Kilda versus... Wait, hang on. Did you, did you tip? Yep. Oh, okay, sorry. St. Kilda versus Gold Coast. Going to go Saints. Is that at Marvel? At Marvel. I'm going Saints. Yep, Saints. Saints. Cup is... There's a few. Tom Hickey. Yep. Like counts, but like not a great one because he's played for four teams. Hey, who? Ma- Max King, same person? Nah, nah too far. Nah, nah. Nah. Way too far. too far. Why would they be the same person, mate? Um, St Kilda, Gold Coast. Ah, oh, there's there's definitely players. Ben Long. Yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, All right, well done. Ah, uh, sham. <laughs> what about you, Ray? <laughs> Next one. What about me? Sydney versus Port, Alir, Alir. Yeah, Alir, So Alir. nice, they named Sydney. him twice. Alir, Alir, Laddams. True Petrie. Can't think of any others. All right, um, I'll go Sydney. Yeah, Bounce Sydney back. for me. Where is the game? SEG. Essendon v GWS. Um, Essendon and Dipper Shield. Essendon and Dipper Shield. I'll go Essendon and Jai Caldwell. There's so th- I feel like there's so many yeah. players. Yeah. There really is, isn't Devin there? Devin Smith. Yeah. 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 Don's for me. Yeah, and who's your cup? <laughs> I don't have one. I can't. There were so many, Kai. GWS there, for me. There was. Wait, what? Yeah, bro. Okay. Well, Pete Lingen. Pete Lingen, hopefully. All right. Brody. Demons versus West Coast. Jeez, West Coast is $7. <laughs> 
Hunt demons. <laughs> Hunt Optusa. These. And no Hewitt. one would know who this player is, but Jamie Bunnell. He's got. Oh, and last game of the uh, D's Harry. for me. Ge- <laughs> Geelong v Hawks. I'm gonna go oh, Geelong. yes. Oh. Izzy Smith. Oh, no, I haven't, there's none left. Really? Yeah. Isaac Smith Cup. Yeah. Oh, trusty word. Kai, any others? Um, no, there are. Isaac Smith Cup, you just said. Um. No, he didn't play for Geelong. He played for Adelaide. For Henderson. Oh, which Henderson are you talking about, Rick? Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I. There are just not coming up to my head. I am actually tipping the Hawks. Wow. Now, last year, everyone, correct me if I'm wrong, thought Hawthorne would be at the bottom. Fair enough. Yeah, it's different. It is different, but we knocked off the Cats. Now, good or bad. Easter Monday always seems to be a close match or majority of the time. I am obviously I'm tipping a response from Geelong, tipping a close match, but I am gonna go with my Hawks. Okay. I'll go Geelong. I'll go Geelong. And now Zach Smith Cup. And that's all she for tips and that's all she for the potty. Remy, Kai, thank you very much. Um Thanks, for Chase. Coming. Like Thanks, it, you know, we all it was a bit of an effort to get us all together, but wow, that was actually a really nice pod. Um you guys really articulated yourself really well. Brody, um, <laughs> nah, honestly, like Brody, y- y- you're doing well. Um, I think these two sort of got on you a bit. Fucked me up. Ruined my vibe. Yeah, I, I oh, think ruined my vibe. I think if you had just me and Dean, you'd be chill. I'm very sorry. Thanks everyone for listening. As my I said, bad. watch this space. We've got some big things coming Hello. up on Dust and Toss. Thanks for listening.